Hello friends, we are back for another episode of Catherine's Quarters. My voice is a little bit gone, so I'm gonna have to turn up the volume on this because I have been living a life, guys. <laughs> Going to every sporting event I possibly can get tickets, my hands on tickets for. Um, but so excited. We Divisional round is over. Championship weekend is here. We are like two weeks away from the freaking Super Bowl, guys. I Oh, I'm so excited. So we're going to talk about championship weekend. I'll recap a little bit of the divisional round, which can give us a little bit of information for the championship round that is going to be tomorrow. Oh my gosh. So excited. Um, and then we'll talk a little bit about basketball because basketball season has been so fun. Also the reason why my voice is still mostly gone. Um, <laughs> but we're going to get into all of that. So let's hop to it. All right. So we have to start with NFL divisional rounds from last weekend. It was so much fun. I mean, the games, all of the games were good. Honestly, barring the Eagles Giants game, all of the games, like mostly came down to the wire-ish, like Bengals Chiefs didn't, or Bengals Bills didn't really come down to the wire, but we'll talk about that. We're gonna start out with the Eagles Giants game because my Eagles, my Eagles guys, my Eagles guys, they have been so disrespected and I have heard all season long, they haven't played a team. Jalen Hurts can't throw from the pocket. The defense is amazing and all of that good stuff, but don't give them credit when it comes to playing a team like the upcoming team they have to play, the 49ers. Wild. But either way, so the Eagles-Giants game was like 21-0 at halftime. Just kidding. Jalen Hurts ran it in for a touchdown right before the half. It was insane. Literally, everybody was talking about Jalen Hurts' shoulder. They were oh, his shoulder is still hurt and he's not gonna be able to throw. They're gonna have to run the ball a lot, which we also do well, so there's that. But Jalen Hurts, on the second play of the game, throws a beautiful deep ball to Devonta Smith. And I was like, oh, this is gonna be fun. Because of course, everybody was talking all week about how the Giants were going to upset the Eagles because the Eagles team is just not that good. They're just not that good for whatever reason. One of the best offenses in the league with some of the best skill position players. We have one of the best duos at wide receiver, Devonta Smith and A.J. Brown. Miles Sanders, Kenneth Gainwell, also include Jalen Hurts, but then also Boston Scott. Like, our running game is beautiful. Our O-line is excellent. Our defense is unreal. They have the most sacks in the NFL. 70 of them. 70. 15 more than the next team, which is the Chiefs. I just want you guys to understand the disrespect has been so real. Everybody was so excited about Daniel Jones and Brian Dable and look at what he's done and everything is so amazing for the Giants and the defense has come on and blah and blah. And we held them to a zero egg until what the middle of the third stop playing with me stop playing with the eagles i don't care how much you dislike the fans i don't care if you think jalen hurts is just a mediocre quarterback because he can run the ball the way he can and he literally in an off season learned how to throw the ball to amazing heights i don't want to hear it from anyone you guys are all ridiculous it drives me nuts Okay, it drives me freaking nuts. They are going to play the Niners this weekend, and the Niners obviously beat the Cowboys on Sunday. So much fun to watch that game. My sister wanted to go out because one of her friends was in town. He's a huge Cowboys fan. And so we go to like this hookah bar that also has a big screen game on. We're sitting there having drinks and eating and smoking hookah and having a good time. <laughs> And 
watching the game and honestly throughout the game I was like I honestly don't care who comes out of this game. It could be the Cowboys, it could be the Niners. I almost would have preferred the Cowboys because Dak loves to throw an interception but I was like we could also play the Niners. The Chiefs Bengals Eagles Niners matchups are literally what we deserve. The Cowboys Niners game was interesting to start and to be fair I was happy that the Cowboys played the Niners because the Eagles had already won their game. One, we're gonna learn who we're gonna play, and we're gonna have seen them go up against either a team that we've played twice this season already, beat once, lost once, or we're gonna play a team that we haven't seen, but we're gonna see one of the teams in our division play that team and kind of get a better understanding of what makes Brock Purdy tick what Kyle Shanahan may or may not want to run. I just, I was feeling good in the spot that we were in. And then the game happened and I was like, well, 19 to 12? That's kind of an ugly score. And I mean, Dak threw two interceptions and Brock Purdy was pretty much just dumping the ball off to whoever the hell like he's been doing for the last nine weeks or whatever it's been. I mean, the Niners are a really good team. I also think the Cowboys are a pretty good football team, but it was clear that there was just, there's something missing from these teams. I mean, Trayvon Diggs left an interception on the field. Either way, the game was so close that Trayvon Diggs, like, how did you just... To be fair, the defense did what they were supposed to do. The defense had a pretty good game. It was 19 points. I mean, this is the same Cowboys team that their defense has been playing so well, but the offense has been able to put up 30, 40 points. I've been hearing all season about how the Cowboys offense just puts up points and puts up points and puts up points. And this go around, they put up 12. The Niners I'm interested in, and I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I would be an idiot if I pretended like the Eagles have this in the bag. So it'll be very interesting to see this Eagles-Niners game. I do think that it's going to come down to Kyle Shanahan and Shane Steichen trying to figure out each other. And I know like Nick Sirianni has a hand in that and obviously Jonathan Gannon like that defense is going to have to bring so much pressure to Brock Purdy because Brock Purdy his completion percentage goes down when he's being pressured. He just he is not the same Brock Purdy when there is a lot of pressure and we have one of the best defenses in the league in bringing pressure. So I really need all of my guys Hargrave and Reddick and uh, Josh Sweat Linval Joseph, all of them. I need everyone to be bringing the pressure. In all of the divisional round games, except for the Eagles-Giants game, I'm pretty sure, the team that had interceptions was the one that lost. Like, that just is what it is. When you don't take care of the ball in the playoffs, I believe I said this a week ago or two weeks ago, you don't take care of the ball in the playoffs, you are probably going to lose. Guys, this is gonna be wild. So let's talk about the AFC though. Bills Bengals. The Bills are so disappointing. There was so much talk about this matchup because the one that was supposed to happen at the beginning of January was canceled because of the terrible injury to DeMar Hamlin. And everybody was looking forward to this, to watching the Bengals and the Bills play. And I really thought the game was gonna be a little bit more competitive. But when I tell you that score was 27 to 10 and the Bills didn't score in the last quarter and a half of the game, it Josh Allen looked bad. Josh Allen looked just confused to be honest like he missed Stefan Diggs on one of his first deep shots to him and it was just like overthrown by like four yards what are we doing what is that Josh Allen also had two interceptions like the Bengals we have written them off all season I mean at the beginning of the season I wrote them off at the beginning of the season I was like Ugh, you guys drop your first two games after coming off of like this Cinderella run to the Super Bowl last year where they lost to the Rams and all of that and like you come back and this is what you look like. Now Joe had, I think Joe had an injury going into the offseason, whatever. 
we wrote the Bengals off like super hard and Jamar Chase was out for a couple of weeks because of an injury and their O-line has been banged up. We know jo Joe Burrow be running for his life at all times anyway. Jamar Chase and Hayden Hurst and Joe Mixon had a field day on that Bills defense and like I understand Von Miller not being there but they haven't had Von Miller in a month. Maybe two. It's wild. Like Joe Mixon ran all over them. He had 105 yards on 20 carries and a touchdown. That may not sound like a whole hell of a lot. If you just watch the game, he was running all over that defense. Jamar Chase, on one of the first drives, I think they scored within the first two minutes of that game. One of the first drives, Jamar Chase is wide the hell open right into the end zone. Hayden Hurst, wide open into the end zone. It's 14 to nothing quick as hell. It was it was just disappointing to be honest. Like I like the Bengals. I really enjoy watching them play football and Joe Burrow is just fun. Jamar Chase is just fun. Like they have a great group. Tyler Boyd and Hayden Hurst and all of them. They have a great group. They're fun. And the defense played pretty well against Josh Allen to be fair. Um, Josh Allen didn't run for a whole hell of a lot. How do you lose by 17 at home and let that other team literally dominate you in your house? Bengals moving on to the AFC Championship and we'll get to that after I tell you a little bit about the Chiefs-Jaguars game. Chiefs-Jaguars game was wild because Patrick Mahomes, he's obviously great and then he had one leg and we were like, oh no, what's gonna happen? Because he got hit in the, in the ankle, I think it was. And it was like a really ugly injury so everybody was like, oh shit. Patrick might be done for and literally in the in the two seconds it took me to think oh shit Patrick might be done for I watched Patrick limp a little bit over to the sideline say he's good go back out there and throw passes on one leg it is the most insane thing Patrick Mahomes is not human we've been saying that for at least two years now and another example was just presented to us in the divisional round it was wild and then Chad Henney comes in and he goes 90 yards down the field it was like wild so Patrick Mahomes ends up coming back in the game um the Jaguars really tried like they they really did try and I give them that but what did I say gotta protect the ball in the playoffs and Trevor Lawrence the end of the game threw a interception with like three minutes left as they were driving down the field I think they were like 40 yards from a touchdown through an interception and that was all she wrote and it was over with Jaguars fans can feel good though because they they played a pretty good game outside of the interception. They played a pretty good game. Christian Kirk and uh, what's that? Zay Jones and Travis Etienne. Obviously, like they have a really good core with Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence leading the charge. Like they have a lot to be excited about for next season. The Chiefs are just. And let me just say about Isaiah Pacheco. That boy can run, run. There was one. I think it was in the third quarter. Maybe it was the second. I don't even remember what quarter it was. But I remember just seeing his little legs chug, 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 chug. And I was like, what the, what, why he look like Roadrunner? <laughs> they have Pacheco and them little legs. They be going, bro. They be going. We'll, we'll see the Chiefs play the Bengals in what they used to call the Chiefs Invitational, but now there's a new name, Burrowhead Stadium. And it's just the, the trash talk between the two teams this week has been... I understand the Chiefs being upset because the Chiefs have lost to Joe Burrow three times already. Like, it, that's not fun. I don't want to lose to Joe Burrow three times either. I don't want to lose anybody three times. Like, that's unfortunate. This is going to be a bloodbath. Patrick Mahomes, his ankle is fine. On Wednesday when they had media day, his ankle, he didn't have it taped up. He wasn't limping. Everything was fine. They got like drones in the practice just to see how Patrick's doing. Like the Chiefs will be fine. And let me just say, the Bengals knowing all this talking, I need them to be the team that figures out how to cover Travis Kelsey. Dude, 
Travis Kelsey is on the field. 87 is there. I need you guys to be accounting for 87. It's very difficult to do, but at some point in time, somebody has to figure it out. So we have our two matchups. The Eagles play the Niners at three o'clock tomorrow, and then the Chiefs play the Bengals at six, and it's going to be a great Sunday of football. I don't know how, how tomorrow's going to go, but I can't help but be excited. Honestly, like I would love for the Super Bowl to be Eagles Bengals. That would be fun for me. That's really what I want to see. So we're going to see what happens with championship weekend. Let's get to some basketball. We're going to start with the Eastern Conference and I'm just going to go through the standings again and then we're just going to talk a little bit about the teams. Celtics are still at one, 76ers at two, Bucks at three, Nets at four, Cavs at five, Heat at six, Knicks at seven, Hawks at eight, Pacers at nine, Wizards at 10, Bulls, Raptors, Magic Hornet, Pistons, whatever. So my Celtics. Though my Celtics are still atop the Eastern Conference. They've been on like a four or five game losing streak at this point. I went to, I'm pretty sure, the last game that I won it. The Celtics-Warriors game. Because I was like, I, I would just like to see this in person. I watched the finals all last year, super excited. But I wanted to see it in person, like the, the electricity. Now I have to go to a game in San Fran because the game in Boston was tremendous. So I go in and I get to my seat and I was like sitting next to these, these three gentlemen who were very kind. Steph hit a half court three at halftime and I was like oh this is what I wanted in my life just to see that in person and like feel the energy even though I'm in Boston. I'm cheering for everything I don't care. It went into overtime. The first basketball game I went to this season went to overtime between my two favorite teams. What a fun experience. I can't even tell you. You can probably tell by how excited I am now talking about it. But my Celtics. Top of the conference for now but they've been on a little bit of a slide as of late since then I'm pretty sure. They're gonna be fine though. I'm not really worried about them. The 76ers are coming along. The Nets are coming along even with uh, Kevin Durant out. Joel Embiid leading in scoring in the league and he's just been playing really really well. I mean the 76ers as a whole, him and James Harden and Tyrese Maxey and Tobias Harris, like they all look, they look good. The Nets, without Kyrie, not without Kyrie, without Kevin Durant, the Nets have looked really good. I mean Jacques Vaughn really does have them playing well together. Nick Claxton is really coming on. I need him to figure out how to shoot free throws though because his free throw shooting form is just Obviously, we know what Kyrie is. We know how Kyrie handles his stuff. And without any sort of like distraction creating, whether it be of his own like doing or if it comes in from the outside, like Kyrie has been playing really, really well and showing us really like why we love to watch Kyrie play basketball. As much I li my fantasy basketball team is don't listen to Kyrie. That is the name of my fantasy basketball team. It's just been nice to see him handle his basketball business and handle it really well without Kevin Durant there. The Eastern Conference is a good time, but the Western Conference is a different story. The Western Conference is wild, which also brings me back to the point that I made in the last video where John Morant in the middle of December was like, oh, I'm good in the West. It's like the West, the games that separate the teams that are, the team that is in 12th and the team that is in fourth is like three. Three games. Post All-Star break is going to be a very interesting part of the season. I mean, even in the next couple of weeks, it'll be very interesting. Nuggets are still at one, Grizzlies at two, Kings at three, Pelicans at four, Clippers at five, Mavs at six, Warriors at seven, Timberwolves at eight, Suns at nine, Jazz at 10. Thunder, Trailblazers, Lakers, Spurs, Rockets, all below that. So there's a lot of storylines to talk about with the West, to be fair. Obviously, the Nuggets, Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. and Bruce Brown, all of them, looking real good. They are 34 and 15. Looking real good. Now, the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies have gone on a five-game losing streak, I'm pretty sure. I think in the last five games that they've played, 
have all been against yeah, they've all been against Western Conference teams. I mean, they lost to the to the Timberwolves last night, 111 to 100. They lost to the Warriors on what was it, Wednesday? Yeah. They lost to the Warriors on Wednesday, 122 to 120, which was a great game. I mean, they're always they those teams are always going to get up for each other. That just is what it is. They lost to the Kings 133 to 100. And then they also lost to the Suns 112 to 110. And they lost to the Lakers. They lost to the Lakers, 122-121. Now that game was very, very close, along with the Warriors game, obviously close. And so when it comes to seven game series, like close games, you don't really get like, anybody could have taken them. But when you lose to the Kings, who are playing phenomenal, by the way, new head coach this year, who we all love, um, the Kings are just, they've been looking good all season. <coughs> The Kings just look really good. And then, I mean, losing to the Lakers is just inexcusable, to be honest, because that I'm pretty sure that was also a game where Anthony Davis didn't play. And <coughs> I just, I, I'm, I'm, I'm unclear with the Grizzlies right now. And honestly, I could care less if they keep their second seed or if they drop down or if they go up. It doesn't really matter to me because the Grizzlies clearly are able to beat themselves. Because the Grizzlies, I, I just don't understand. I watch a lot of Grizzlies games, and I'm just unclear. They make boneheaded decisions all the time. They play hard every game. And I always feel like they're crying for calls, though. It kind of drives me nuts. So I have to say, I disrespected the Kings because the Kings being in the third spot right now is like shocking to me. I thought, you know, they're going to go on this first, the, the first part of the season tear and then it's going to fall off and they have not fallen off. They look really good. They've lost 20 games, but they've won 27. And like I said, the split between the 10 seed who has 26 losses <laughs> and 25 wins and the three seed, the Kings is... 20 losses and 27 wins like the 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 gap is so so small so any run of any kind that a team goes on is like uh oh um the pelicans and the clippers i don't know i don't know how i feel about the pelicans i don't know how i feel about the clippers like i think the clippers are always a dangerous team especially when they get into the playoffs um because they have playmakers they got Kawhi, they got paul they got um I love that guy, what, Zubak or whatever his name is. And I think I really just like him because I like saying his name. But I don't know. I'm just like Ridge Jackson, obviously. I'm just not solely convinced on the Clippers just yet. Like, I'm just not. Um, the Mavs, they'll be, they'll be there. Because the Mavs and the Warriors, like, as much as they've kind of, like, struggled-ish, Luca's also got an injury now. He went out of the game, which was very sad for my fantasy basketball team, but here we are. Um, but, I mean, I'm not worried about the Mavericks, okay? Like, they have... Who do they have coming up? They have the Jazz coming up, which is going to be a tough matchup if you don't have Luca, which is tonight. And then they play the Pistons. Like, they can beat the Pistons. Then they play the Pelicans. That should be a good game. Hopefully, Luca will be back. Um, I, we'll, we'll see. But then they play the Warriors and the Jazz. Um... And they have a couple more, they have a couple games against the Kings before the All-Star break. So, 
this like middle of the pack group, like the the Clipper, the Clippers, the Pelicans, the Mavs, the Warriors, the Timberwolves, and the Suns, like. There's a lot to, there's a lot that will likely shift. The Suns are still without Devin Booker, obviously, and then, um, I don't really have a whole lot of faith in the Timberwolves, but after they put on that show the other day, we'll see. Love me some Anthony Edwards, and obviously with Rudy Gobert there, it's a little bit of a different team. We'll see how it goes, though. I mean, I'm excited. Like, after, post-All-Star break is going to be very interesting to see what, which teams are where, and who really ends up making a surge. We know the Warriors love to do that. Like, the Warriors have been irritating my soul for the last couple of weeks because they'll go and beat the Spurs in the, in the uh, Alamo Dome, but then they come back and they lose to the Celtics in an overtime game. They're a good team, but it's like, you guys need to... I need to see urgency every single night. Now, Clay has been on a tear. Steph is obviously Steph Curry. Jonathan Kaminga is coming on really nicely, which I love to see because he has such athletic ability. It's wild. His athletic ability is insane. He had three dunks in the game last night, and then I'm pretty sure he pulled up for three threes in the third quarter. Like, it was fun. He's fun to watch. And obviously Jordan Poole is great. He makes some boneheaded decisions. He's young, so he's going to have to adjust to the way that they do things a lot of times like yes you are Jordan Poole who had averaged 30 for like three months at the beginning of the season and all of that other good stuff you got your money in the offseason because you were an integral part of making it to a fourth championship last year all of that being said smart basketball is better than highlight basketball and I think he likes a lot of the attention and in liking a lot of the attention sometimes you make bad decisions and that's how I feel about Jordan sometimes it's just like now you know that we could have done something other than that and gotten a better shot. And it happens all the time. I mean, I said the same thing about Jonathan Kaminga last year because Jonathan Kaminga would get in the game and it's like he's so excited to get some playing time that then you make boneheaded decisions. Everybody calm down, breathe, play basketball the way that you know you can play basketball and win, and everybody can be happy. Then you can do the giddy little kid shit at the end of it. But... You gotta win first. <laughs> so, I mean, the Warriors, I think, are gonna be fine. As long as Clay continues to score his 20 points a game at least, like, I think he's averaging like 24 or 25 points a game since uh, December, which is great because we always need Clay to be on. I mean, off the bench, guys have been playing really well. Um, I just, I really enjoy watching the Warriors play. They're just fun. I mean, it's hard. Like, watch a Warriors game and you're, it's, you're gonna be hard pressed to not enjoy watching that. So, the Suns, I could care less. I hope the Suns stay at the nine seed. I, I just, I'm, I'm not a fan. I won't be a fan. I will never be a fan of that team. I can't do it. It's, it, it's giving, it's giving loser mentality to me. I just don't like them. So, we are a lot of, in, So tonight, we have some great games, though. I'm super excited about this. We have all kinds of legendary matchups. We have a Battle of New York with the Knicks in Brooklyn. Obviously, Kevin Durant still won't be there, but it's going to be a fun one. And then we also have the Denver Nuggets playing the Philadelphia 76ers. That's going to be an excellent game. I'm hoping I'm going to be able to catch a little bit of that, but I have a dinner to go to. Um, and then... Am I tripping? No, I'm not sure, but 
And then we have matchup of two of the best franchises in NBA history, the Lakers and the Celtics. Now, the Lakers just traded for Rui Hachimura, which let me just say this out loud. Like I love watching sports media sometimes, but guys are like super harsh. And Shaq came out and said that he didn't know who the hell Rui Hachimura is. And I understand that he played for the Wizards and no one really likes watching the Wizards because the Wizards are bad. Um, but to say like, I don't know who he is, like, I understand not knowing every single player on every single team, but you do this for a living. Like you analyze basketball for a living. So how are you analyzing basketball if you haven't watched basketball? Like if you're only watching the Lakers, the Grizzlies, the Nuggets, the Warriors, the Celtics, the Trailblazers, uh, who else? Like if you're only watching like the top 10 teams, you're kind of doing yourself a disservice because the same the same way we talk about like trade deadlines and all of that, how do you even know who you could and could not trade for and what makes the most sense for you to get on TV and say if you don't watch them play? Like I've seen Rui Hachimura play once or twice, but that was a year ago, two years ago. Like I don't know Rui Hachimura, but I know he plays basketball. <laughs> like, I, it just feels like a little ugly to me. And it always feels like, and this is one of my like biggest pet peeves with the sports media lately. It's just like, it's always this like feeling like it needs to be like some sort of gotcha moment. And a lot of times that just makes you end up looking stupid. <laughs> and I get that you don't know who Rui Hachimura is because you don't watch Wizards basketball, but I wouldn't get on anybody's radio station, podcast, or television and be like, I don't know who that is. Like, the whole reason you're a sports analyst is because you do research and you've played the sport for, you play the sport at a really high level for a decade or two, and people are paying you for your opinion. Like, but you can't have an opinion if you haven't done the research to know and you can't have an opinion if you I just it's very unclear to me how you're supposed to have an opinion about something and we're supposed to listen to you like your word is the Bible and <laughs> you don't even know who these people are. I'm, I like I just don't get it. I mean, people don't really watch Utah jazz games, but you knew enough about Donovan Mitchell and that's because Donovan Mitchell is amazing. But I'm I understand not watching the Kings play for a long time. I understand not watching the Knicks play, even though they're in one of the biggest markets ever. There's no real reason to watch them. But if your job is to analyze the sport as a whole, feels like you should probably know who some of the people are. Because at the end of the day, trades happen and guys come from different teams and nobody knew who Kendrick Nunn was. You guys acted like you didn't know who Kendrick Nunn was. And he didn't play well for the Lakers, so he's gone. But it just, it feels like weird energy to me to be like, I don't know who that is. And it feels like trying to have a little baby gotcha moment, and I think that's a little lame. But whatever. The Lakers just traded for Rui Hachimura, and they're going to play the Celtics tonight, so we're going to see how it goes. Hopefully Jalen Brown has loosened the braids a little bit so he can shoot his free throws in the clutch time. I just, I'm excited about all the basketball that we have to come. <sighs>
the top of the that seating, the Celtics, the 76ers, the Bucks, the the Nets, they're they're gonna stay at the top. Like barring any madness from like losing streaks 